when I was spending time with Mia, I was constantly thinking that I should be working. I'm missing out on all the work that I want to do on all the projects. I was guilty because I wasn't working enough. And when I started working, I was guilty because I wasn't spending enough time with Mia. And it was just constant guilt, constant self-doubting. And it was a difficult year on that side. Hello everybody, how are you guys doing? Welcome on the next episode. I guess that's the final episode for this year, um, so that's exciting. I hope you guys are still surviving. That's probably for you also one of the last weeks of this year. You're probably still finishing your projects like we do. We are with you on the same boat. This episode will be interesting in general to reflect on this year and see how we all went through it, uh, what was different in comparison to the previous year. Uh, was this monologue. How are you doing, Joanna? How was your last two weeks, I guess? I think so. Um, thank you for the question. First of all, I want to ask our wonderful listeners whether they can spot a difference in the quality of my sound, because I, uh, I finally, finally surprised Anfisa today with a new microphone that I still wasn't the one that was responsible enough to buy. It's an early Christmas present from my partner, but yay, let's celebrate that. Finally, my sound quality should be better. And uh, so with this small win for the past couple of weeks, uh, my last couple of weeks have been the busiest this year. Uh, I've had a lot of projects. I've done some consultancy work. I've done some uh, hands-on design work on different projects. So it's been exciting that I got to like um, get my hands dirty and, and do, do design work. Um, also with Mento, we've had two events in December on packing design systems and personal branding as a UX designer. So um, a lot of events, the, the end of year party with our students also happened yesterday. I'm going to talk more about it uh, when we discuss uh, the highlights of this year. <laughs> and uh, it's, it was just crazy. I mean, two weeks, I, I, I led a workshop, full day workshop yesterday, today, crazy, crazy, crazy times. Uh, but, but the good news is that tomorrow I will be traveling to the mountains and hopefully my Christmas holiday will begin. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so jealous. <laughs> this is fantastic. My two weeks were not less crazy. I feel like who, who haven't been, you know, doing hustling and officially burning out this last two weeks. Um, I feel like we're repeating ourselves every single episode, but it's truly been the hardest couple of weeks. I feel myself for the first time like a student in like... Like 10 years because I was like constantly working the case studies until 3 4 p.m. in the morning and then wake up at 9 to present this case study and then doing your doing the best to kind of squeeze out the energy out of your body to still present and stay focused and even like I don't know do all those tips like they recommend you drink coffee drink a lot of water exercise go outside do this all just in order to still be alive because otherwise you know you'll you'll just not survive <laughs> Anyways, yes, those two weeks were crazy as well for me. But um, finalizing already um, all the job interviews process, there's so much insights. I'm I'm gonna definitely reflect on this, and hopefully we'll talk about it in the next episodes probably next year uh, but there are so many insights I wanted to share with everybody around the hiring process and my self discovery in this process because there are a lot of things that. I need to realize about myself, about the companies, about different cultures throughout and in a few hours conversations with different teams. And it's just very revealing to me. So yes, 
I have only one interview left. I already have two job offers, but I'm still hoping for that one more interview that will happen. And there were a lot of um, disappointments throughout the process. So <laughs> it's an interesting story. Not going to go into details just yet, but uh, I think what's important for us today in this conversation is to actually more talk about the not just last two weeks, but about the whole year. And I guess I will just start by asking you, Joanna, what do you think were your top three wins this year? What would you come up with? Stop, I guess, stop mind. <laughs> I'm really not prepared for this reflection because it was so hectic for the past couple of weeks and months. And this year was so hectic that I had absolutely no time to step back and reflect and observe what's happening and think about what's going on inside me and do some introspection work. And so I really didn't have time for that. So everything that I'll share in this episode will be very spontaneous and probably just jumping from my subconscious into, into consciousness and in this conversation. The wins, the wins this year, um, I'm going to start with the personal ones because they're shorter to, to share. Obviously, the time I've spent with my daughter Mia, we just turned one, one year and uh, one month. This year with her has been the most rewarding journey in my life. And I've had many rewarding things happen to me, but nothing can compare to this, this personal experience that I'm, I'm living right now, observing, watching her grow and being by her side and, and interacting and all the, all the love that, that this has brought in my life. It's just incredible. So that's probably the number one thing that, that, that was a win, if you want, this year on a personal level. And on a professional level, launching Mental was clearly uh, the highlight of this year uh, and the entire journey that followed. Even before officially launching it, there was a lot of work that went into it. I worked with an amazing team of people, very talented designers. Uh, we 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 put in all the effort, all the love to to create, to design a learning experience that we were hoping would be superior to the boot camps out there and the boot camp experience that, that the market was offering at that point. And we think we did that. Things went much better than I expected. So I wasn't pessimistic necessarily. I was quite optimistic, but I, 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 I thought that we will be meeting more problems, more issues, more things that we didn't think of. But it seems that we really did our homework pretty well and there weren't any <laughs> surprises that we had after launching. So that was that was a really good thing that I, I feel I need to celebrate. Yeah, getting back to what makes it a win. Yesterday we had our uh, party, annual Christmas party with the students. And we actually had two sessions because we have students in different time zones and we wanted to make sure everybody is able to join. And we met with the students and we did an introspection exercise and we shared some funny, intimate stories and we got to know each other and do some socializing, networking beyond the study groups that they regularly do. And what happened was that they actually prepared a surprise for us and they recorded videos where they sent uh, their gratitude messages and, and our community manager assembled the video into a 10 minutes declaration of love from our students. And it was just incredible that they put in the effort, they took the time to surprise us. And there was just so much love in that video that I have to admit that it made me very emotional. I cried throughout the video for once for the surprise itself, but also for for the wonderful things that were being said and made me realize that we actually built something amazing. Now, uh, other things for which I'm happy for the year that passed is 
uh, that I I feel like I sort of consolidated my position. The, the things that people contact me for, I've had the opportunity to come in as a design consultant, um, sometimes as an advisor on different products. I, I felt more recognized than in the years before. And that meant a lot to me. And the fact that it kind of, I kind of feel that I have a network now. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I have a network. I feel that I have some solid, sustainable partnerships with different brands, maybe from, let's say, Wix. Uh, I'm working with Editor X for one year and a half. Maybe it's even more. Oh, I think we're getting close to two years. But also, with Mento, with joint forces with Fearless, which is a recruitment agency and, uh, uh, and, and a design studio. And they have a bunch of design businesses, uh, design communities. And then there are the small wins, uh, like, I don't know, doing the... I, I've been invited on an Adobe event to deliver a talk on design communities. That made me very happy. I got the chance to host a conversation with Alan Cooper, which felt completely overwhelming, but but still one of my favorite moments in my career. It's just a blessing. So I can go for hours talking about what makes me happy, what I enjoyed. I, I also can do the same with what uh, doesn't make me happy and what I didn't enjoy. I'll save that for later. And I'm really excited now to hear what were your wins or what were your best moments, your, 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 the good parts of 2021 for you? Wow, that was a lot of wins. It sounded really cool, everything that you have mentioned. I feel like I don't have even half of those things to mention. When I think about this year, for some reason, I come up with a lot of things that didn't go well, <laughs> but I just can't think of wins as, as it is. I'll try to be like you, just improvising, just ad hoc, because I always also didn't have time to think or reflect. So, you know, in the past, all the years, it was all about, you know, like numbers and specific events and specific achievements. But this year, I feel like there was no such thing as achievements or numbers. It's not something that I could, you know, scream about because it's maybe not even important to me as of right now maybe like in the previous years when I was trying to conclude my year I would always say like you know this amount of students or this amount of followers or this amount of projects or this amount of clients or this amount of I don't even know like collaborations etc but this year it's just like it's so not important I don't even think about those things if I look within and the only thing that comes to my mind right now and maybe I'm just sleepless and deprived and I don't know what I'm saying but I feel like the only thing that I could celebrate as a win is like internal growth I feel like I've learned a lot this year and grew a lot as a designer as a professional as a person who refined myself in the market in a design market like you know my story that I was freelancing a lot then I was a contractor from one company to another and I started being the employee and and now only this year I realized what it is to be an employee and um, how do you grow within the big company? How do you navigate through this journey? How you talk to different people? And I started realizing values that I have as a designer, principles I have. And in general, I just, I think I grew a lot as a designer and kind of navigating through all of those challenges and turbulences. So the only thing I can definitely see myself experiencing is this growth. The big thing I would say I, I do celebrate is um, the perspective. I, did, I never had this perspective. I was always a little bit not confident in myself or feeling like confident, but the other day not, you know. But I think only this year I started seeing the whole kind of bird's eye perspective. And if I feel like something is not going right, I'm not going to be this stupid self-beating myself kind of behavioral where 
I just start distracting myself and doing the wrong things or procrastinate. I know what to do. You know, I'm going to go to sleep. I started to be more organized. I started to be rational in, in what I'm doing and, and stuff like this. So those are the things you don't usually celebrate. But I feel like, whoa, this was a year when I grew a lot. <laughs> Maybe because I just turned 30. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the, the numbers are actually doing the magic. But yeah, I think that's important. As for design career also, like, you know, a lot of courses, a lot of learning, like accessibility courses, localization courses, statistic courses. So it was very nerdy and design year for me, if I try to summarize it. Uh, but small wins, I, I agreed with you or nodded when you said something about recognition on the market. Some small wins were also on my part as well there, uh, like talking to Figma communities or talking on the Miro event. And those are very nice things. And like you said, it really feels great to be a part of the community and sometimes recognized in this community and mentioned as a community. And in general, like, you know, having those people who reach out and tell you all those nice things about whatever you're doing and the efforts we all do here, like with the content creation, it's true that it's very rewarding and I can also make it or mark it as the huge win, realizing how much we have done this year, sometimes feeling absolutely like wasted, <laughs> having zero energy, but putting ourselves together and delivering it. I think this is something that we definitely have to celebrate ourselves. I guess the last little win, and I feel like it's still very important for me to start focusing on other things in my life, because in the past it took a lot of time. It's the social media system, uh, which I've mentioned in the beginning of the year, but before I was spending a lot of time doing the content media, but this year I finally kind of found this system where I don't spend more than four hours a week uh, to deliver content. And I created the most amount of content in the last five years. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like that's the win to actually be able to do less, but deliver more, having some sort of system in place. Um, so that's also pretty exciting. Yes, that's it on my side. I actually now want to talk about the failures and I guess our expectations towards this year, 2021, and what actually happened. What are the things we didn't maybe do as we hoped we would? Anything you can think of? Yeah, definitely. I have a lot of things that were disappointing in the past year as well. So I think that I have uh, as much joy as I have. It always comes with like the conversely the, the sadder parts or the parts that didn't go as well. So uh, I really appreciate your vulnerability. And one thing that I forgot to add when talking about wins is actually our conversations. Uh, so it's one of the wins that, that really helped me articulate ideas that I didn't even know I had. It helped me refine my design speech. It helped me always see your perspective, which many times was different than mine. Many times it was similar and this reinforced some things that I felt or... So this was also one of the, the wins of last year, having having our conversations on a uh, bi-weekly, weekly basis, depending on how much availability we had. Going back to the point with the conversation, I always appreciate your vulnerability and the fact that we really managed to be honest in these conversations and show the, the not so uh, comfortable to share parts of being a designer and being a human working as a designer, uh, essentially. So uh, now for the things that didn't go well for me in 2021, I think that they're in a way contradicting the wins. I, I've learned that um, happiness and sadness can coexist. Feeling recognized can coexist with uh, feeling um, uh, with, with self-doubt. 
Um, feeling successful can coexist with feeling a failure. I've learned to accept this di di dichotomy, if that's the way you say the word. So I've learned to accept that we are complex beings that can't feel in just one way and, and that I, I'm experiencing a broad spectrum of feelings and many times are contradicting. So on this note, uh, something that I've experienced this year, maybe it had to do with the fact that I was new to, to the mother role and this made me feel like it... it, 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 it took a lot of energy to figure out to to get used with the role to to sit and sink into it and and own it and it took a lot of energy took a lot of resources which definitely brought me immense joy but also i felt like i i disconnected from my professional identity or i had to kind of put it aside and have it like even though i continuously did something professionally didn't feel it it obviously wasn't uh, the the spotlight of my ear or maybe maybe it was but I don't know but it just felt like I was permanently torn between these two parts of my identity which made me continuously question my professional identity if you want so probably because I became a mother I started doubting myself more as a designer uh, doubting myself more as a professional in general and it's it's a bit it, it, I think motherhood and essentially any big life change kind of explodes everything and, and throws everything up in the air and it's just insane, everything is changing, everything is transforming, you're changing, you're transforming, you have so many new things to process and then at the end of the day when everything settles, when, when things get quiet, you, you are in a new uh, geometry of yourself, you're a new person at the end of that but all that journey to resettling, to redefining yourself is filled with questions and self-doubt and all the self-esteem issues that, that big transformations tend to bring up in, in people's lives. I think also as a consequence of not trusting myself as much or because I wasn't as, as continuously designing to, to prove myself that I'm, I'm a good designer. Uh, I think that also uh, that made me kind of say yes to many opportunities just because I, I was insatiably looking for places in which I can prove myself. So I tended to say yes to all opportunities that came up and, and this made me feel like I'm close to burnout on a constant basis. So that was really uh, something that I feel is a mistake of my own. I, I, even if I doubt myself and I want to prove myself and all the opportunities sound interesting and juicy, I have to learn to set boundaries. I haven't yet. I have to learn to say no. I have to learn to prioritize and I have to learn to uh, pick my, my battles if you want. And I think that essentially what I felt this year was that I, I wasn't very good at accepting the the opportunity cost of things. So when I was spending time with Mia, I was constantly thinking that I should be working. I'm missing out on all the work that I want to do on all the projects and, and that I always had the guilt. It's the probably the famous mom guilt, but I was guilty because I wasn't working enough. And when I started working, I was guilty because I wasn't spending enough time with Mia. And this was just constant guilt, constant self-doubting, and it was a difficult year on that side. But again, I felt that at all times feelings coexisted and these thoughts and this 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 experience of who I am uh, had 
things that were contradictory, but 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 I experienced both in a way. Uh, saying yes to too many things, wanting to be everything, wanting to do everything, uh, be the founder of a new startup, but also be the very talented designer, but also be a great content creator that puts absolute stellar work on their Instagram profile, but also be like the host and the podcast host and the doing events and, and being a mentor and being a mother. And so I really wanted to be everything for everyone. And I think that this needs to change and it's going to be my segue into the next answer. But before my next answer to our next question, I'm really curious to hear what was the not so happy part of 2021 or the parts, because we're talking plenty, <laughs> plenty of unhappy parts uh, for you. <laughs> I feel like you were talking a lot about the internal perspective and internal reflection. And I, when I look at my failures, I actually think about all the tangible things like, you know what? I didn't publish that book that I was hoping to last year when I was recording, we were recording this podcast. And you know what? I wanted to do so many side projects like the workshops, the email list, the job, uh, job listing. Look, I didn't do any, any of those. Um, as well as, I was planning to do home renovations. I was like, yeah, that's definitely a possible possibility this year. Of course, I will have time for that. The reality is that it just, it just didn't happen. And all the goals I was setting for myself for this year, it didn't happen. I mean, for me, it was really all the frustration on the side that I couldn't deliver a lot of things. And that's, of course, I guess it's kind of tied to the problem you have experienced this year that I was just trying to commit to literally all the things, all the possible things. I don't have baby. I have no clue how you're doing it. I feel like you need a medal this year. But point is, um, I felt the same that I was trying to do way too many things. Um, obviously the Instagram, obviously the full-time job, obviously the podcast, the content, the Telegram channel, although I always halfway through doing those side projects, like, you know, yeah, yeah, this workshop, I'm halfway there. I'm going to deliver it next month, but it's a uh, month number 12 and I didn't do that yet. Or always promising that I'll start writing the book and I already have some agenda there in curriculum, but I never did it fully. And now I have lost, lost the job, right? So I finally got this one month for free and I could actually focus on the side project. Yet I haven't done any of those. I was working immediately right on the search into the next job, right? And kind of building the portfolio. So I think I'm on board with committing too much to too many things. And I agree that it's not very sustainable. And I would probably also use this <laughs> as a segue to the next part to, to say that there are a lot of things uh, we kind of need to learn to prioritize, probably for you as well. But yes, now as we've established that we were over committing this year, <laughs> let's talk about the plans for the next year. What are the things that you hope to improve or maybe deliver committing to uh, for the next year? So for the next year, I plan on continuing some of the things that I started this year. Um, growing mental, obviously, is going to be my professional um, priority for a while. And supporting my mentees into their first design jobs. I think this is a very soon to be happening. And so it's very exciting to actually see them graduate from the bootcamp and go out in the world. And I want to be there for them because we've, we've really built a strong relationship. And I, I genuinely care about their success. Another thing that I want to do is uh, definitely more design work. Uh, hopefully, 
I don't know. At some point in the future, I will be targeting also um, m maybe growing into a leadership role as a designer is something that I feel that I want to explore leading design teams, leading people, putting to work all the mentorship work that I've been doing for the past uh, couple of years and the design work and bringing them together into a management role because I, I also want to have that experience and I feel I kind of started to feel this itch, this urge to, to go in that direction. Also, I want to um, do other side projects, small educational projects like I also have a book on the plan on, on my on my list probably will be ready like in 20 years from now hopefully so a lot of uh, content planning i'll also be returning to my role at um, uipath because uh, right now i'm still on maternal leave i really miss all the entire team i miss the product i miss everything i'm really excited to see what how things have changed and what new opportunities will arise in my company and that's also really exciting and on a personal level like i said continuing on the note of what really went not very well past year I want to settle into into my new roles and settling into the motherhood role means being more balanced and and better with uh, setting boundaries and and figuring out which are my priorities and also accepting a support system this was also something that I, I had to learn uh, like uh, when I was on the, the verge of, 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 uh, of burnout and complete exhaustion I accepted that maybe it's really not that tragic if I I hire a nanny to help me with my daughter a couple of years a couple of years maybe a couple of years but also a couple of hours a day and she's coming in three four hours a day and still I'm with them all the time because my daughter isn't yet uh, accommodated but it feels like the help that I'm getting now is starting to um, help me find some space for myself and I have to start prioritizing myself as well because I've always been this year has only been about motherhood and and mental and my professional things and content creation but it, I didn't feel like I had any space to make it about myself like find time when I just do nothing read something that's not design related think about things and and just go for a walk by myself that that wasn't something that I did last year and I used to have a lot of me time before uh, and I used to enjoy solitude I used to enjoy just sitting by myself thinking of things and that's something that that's that feels like a luxury today but I want to start doing that again I hope and I'm confident that I will get better with boundaries, with balance, with, like you said, not being so harsh with myself, not blaming myself, not guilt-tripping myself, all the things that are harmful and that I always teach other people not to do, but sometimes I end up doing them myself. So that's it in a nutshell, both on a tangible level, some, some plans that I already have outlined, but also I think the, the key word for next year would be balance, and it would be space, like mental space, myself space, raising my daughter space, working space, so delimiting uh, the spaces that I, I'm in. I guess that's it. How about you? Well, those are great insights, I guess, to the next year. Um, but I don't know how you will even return to your office with all the things. <laughs> like I thought, look, you say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give up some things. I'm going to focus, you know, on this and this. And I'm like, whoa, she's actually returning to the office. Wow, that's crazy. But I, I, I don't know, like if, if I'm looking into the future, what future holds on my side. And as much as, you know, I was just saying, probably we'll need to let down some things, let go some things. I also find it very hard. 
And I also feel super excited to commit into all the things. So it's like this uh, addiction. I don't know how to give up and I don't know how we... Do we need the therapy for addictions? For like side new things? Please somebody send help. I'm doing therapy <laughs> and still uh, I'm doing therapy like for the past eight years. So I don't think therapy can save us. It's just who we are. <laughs> that's that's a bad news. I mean... <laughs> And I like your keyword, um, the space. I think that's very important to actually regain next year. I'm not sure if I will be able to do this, but talking about tangible things, we speak so many abstract things here that I, I kind of want to still mention some of the actual goals I'm planning to work on. But knowing that last year, all the goals I wanted to commit to didn't happen, I feel a bit, I don't know, uneasy. <laughs> speaking them ab about them again. But the fun part is that I'm repeating all the same things that I wanted to do last year. So I still want to, given the next two, three months, which I will be still having away from the new work, um, I still want to write the book. And that's my key priority in the beginning of the year. It should be it should be January and February when I focus on those parts and I'm ready to give, uh, let go other things such as content creation on Instagram or other platforms. So I really, really, really want to kind of commit to this new project of mine. The second part is actually the home renovations, which was on our plate for a very long time, for like two plus years now since we got the apartment. And actually this year we did have like um, an interior designer joining us and it was a long story actually because I was like I have a background in interior design I should be able to do it myself then very slowly honestly <laughs> I recognized that I'm not be I will not gonna be able to commit to it because it's a huge project and I will not have time so we decided to hire an interior designer but as a designer perfectionist who's always having this like high standards seeing somebody not maybe delivering certain results in time I was like frustrated so we had to find another people to work with um, and so we started the project again the last two three weeks and I'm spending already a lot of time to just like communication for communication and stuff so we actually start we hope to start the reconstructions works already next uh, this February and that's another big priority for us because we do need to commit to it we need to check the quality find people we're foreigners here as my husband so we don't speak Czech language as we live here and we will need to spend a lot of time figuring things out um, so that's another big project of mine and that's why I feel like the layoffs that happened at my work were super super handy because if that would not happen I would never for sure, looking back in the last year, I will never be able to do this home renovation part as well as I will never be able to actually start the book. I would always just say, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm on, way, my, on my way, but not really doing much. So those are two things that I feel will be a big priority for this winter, particularly. As of the content, I feel like that's the part I need to sacrifice to start you know, imp improving other parts of my life to then be able to return to, uh, to the content and actually be refreshed and excited. And last year I actually did the pause for like three months in the winter and that was really helpful. So that's something I'm planning to do again this winter. So no content from my side, at least on the Instagram, but uh, definitely I'm interested in continuing conversations like we have here right now, uh, because I also felt like it was a great, um, not to say learning experience, but it's definitely important to have those conversations, exchange the perspectives that really helps you to build this articulation and the perspective, like I said. So uh, 
that's the only content I still feel like I would love to continue doing. And I guess the last part, it's more realistic goal that I'm already hoping to start doing more is the automation of the processes starting from like no code tools. I'm actually hoping to take this little bootcamp. I was recently discussing with, with another guy. Uh, so I'm hoping to take the bootcamp about automation, learning to build those workflows when you don't have to switch brains all the time between, you know, the chorus and responding there and, and hearing the feedback there and doing this and this, like all the manual work. I really want to build this workflow for all the side projects I'm running so they could do most of the brain switching parts while I can focus on actual, you know, content and delivering value, I guess, and, and conversations. So that's another little thing that I'm hoping, really hoping to improve moving into the next year. Ah, yeah, that was a lot of talks. Anything we would also still want to discuss here today? I think that there was a lot being poured into this conversation already, and I wouldn't want to make it heavier than it already is. I think that we, we've been through a lot of things, both happy and hurtful and difficult and deep. So I feel that I'm, I'm drained. <laughs> I mean, me too. Me too. We, all, we, we both need some sleep. Uh, actually, we're recording this on Friday. So I don't know when we'll publish this one, uh, this episode, but uh, it's the end of the week. It's the end of the hardest week, maybe the most busy week of the year. I, I really love when they're saying it's when they're singing this song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> it's always funny to me to hear this song in this end of the December period. But uh, yes, all I can say right now is uh, if you were listening to our rambling around without really being prepared, our very honest conversation, and you're still listening to it up until this point, thank you so much <laughs> for being with us this year and for actually listening to what we had to say. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, and yeah, see you already in the next year, because I don't think we'll record the next episode up until maybe middle of January. We'll take a little break. I think we all need it. We all deserved it. So I guess we'll hear back from each other maybe in January. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, to all the episodes that you've listened uh, this year. Make sure you show some support on our Instagram page or on Spotify. Send us your ideas for what we can talk about in 2022. Uh, and yeah, just a lot of gratitude and hope everyone is doing well and navigating the difficult times that the end of the year can be sometimes. A lot of love from Honest UX Talks. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.